Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Ramen Movement. It is your favorite girl, Davette Jones, and we're going to have a special guest come in here today and talk to us a little about, about technology. But before we get started, we definitely want to kind of go around the room. As you can tell, I'm giving the introduction today. So our fearless leader, Mr. Brantley Taylor, is unable to be with us for a really, really wonderful reason. He and his family are moving on up like the Jeffersons. So I'm super... And they did move to the east side. And they moved to the east side. Of oh, Oak Ridge. Okay. That's all right. <laughs> That's all right. By the waterfront and everything. They're right down the right around the corner. Hey, I love it. I love it. So we salute you and send you blessings. Um, but Mr. C.T. Carrick, tell us what's going on with you, sir. Well, you know, uh, how's everybody doing? Uh, welcome to another episode of Fat Boy Problems. Got two reviews in this week. All uh, right. If you haven't been to Savelli's on Sutherland Avenue, if you like Italian food, that's the place to go. Good home cooked Italian food, uh, established in 1993, so they've been around for a while. But um, that's about it, man. Trying to network, get some other things in motion, man, and build on the brand. There so, you go. There you go. Now, you actually wrote out your business plan this week. Okay. Yes, I did. I did write the business plan out. Uh, probably needs a little more tweaking, but, you know, we'll get to the finer points and details of that. But just sitting down and doing that is a plus for me because I'll procrastinate, procrastinate until I won't do anything at all. But I actually did it, wrote it out, so... And you did a great job. And you know me. I write the vision, make it plain. It is so important for you to start writing it down, getting those ideas down. And then we can always tweak it moving forward. But we're taking steps moving forward in the That's right direction. So That's what we're doing. That is excellent. Excellent. And you also ended up doing, you telling me that you were doing some copywriting, some bio writing this week. Yeah, well. I did a, a bio for a young man. Well, that's his name. His rap name is Young Man. Okay. Uh, he's based out of Chattanooga. His mother is an uh, independent artist. Her name's Demika Rochelle, and she is. Um, well, he he's right now. He's actually signed to Nick Cannon's uh, music label. Oh, what's up? Cool. So uh, he's out basically tr trying to get some traction around this area. So they wanted a bio bio uh, topped up. So I did that this weekend as well. He came to the right guy. Cool, cool, cool. Well, that's yeah. the other thing, you know, getting that business consulting um, set up on the other side so we can offer those and let people know how to contact you for that type of service in the future. So, yeah, cool, cool, cool. Well, our special guest today is a good friend of mine. Man, we go so far back. Man, I mean, way before podcasts, we used to have... The little coffee table conversations with the crew all at the house in the living room. And I met this gentleman and he was at that time just completely mind-blowing, astonishing. Just always had great insight. And even considering that, you know, he had a couple of whiskeys in him. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to keep my eye on that guy. I, I, I want to get to know him a little bit better. Then I found out he was an Aries too. I was like, oh shit, you're my brother for life. So... Mr. Damon Ross, would you please tell the people a little about yourself? Oh, well, thank you for having me. Um, I, I'm excited to be here. I'm just going to be honest. Because um, you and I always have good conversations. So um, I know we'll have, we'll dive deep. It'll probably be a good mind meld. Um, but definitely. So a little bit about me. I mean, I'm a, I'm an entrepreneur. I just, so I've worked, worked in corporate America um, owned my own business for several years and uh, sold that business and now I'm actually uh, working for a tech startup so I'm um, living in that tech space now which I've kind of wanted to be in for some years I wanted to be there for a while and just decided that it was the right time to do it and so that's where I am living in that tech space enjoying all the startup fun stuff so um, but I love business, have loved business my whole life. Like if you, you know how people say, what do you want to be when you grow up and kids are like, oh man, I'm going to be a football player. Right. I'm going to be a, an astronaut. I used to say, I'm going to be a businessman. There you go. Literally, that's mm -hmm. literally what I would say. So I knew my whole life, that's all I wanted to be was a business person. So in business, all about business, love it. 
um, all aspects of it. So I'm just ready to chop it up. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Well, and I know that even from the business aspect, you know, we lean on you. I lean on you as one of my confidants and my business partners, just in respect of you have your consulting firm as well. So you've worked with a wide range of businesses throughout the country. I mean, is there one particular business or one particular story that you want to just tell about the uh, awesome experience being a business consultant, learning, growing, moving, helping people, taking them from ramen, like the ramen noodles, the struggle <laughs> stage, all the way up to the, the royals and the riches? <laughs> oh, man. A story. Let me think. Uh, I'll tell you something interesting that happened the other day. Mm. So it's it's a cool story. It kind of. It went full circle. So I'm with, I'm having a conversation with a friend <coughs> who is looking to start a business, um, actually a photography business. Okay. They're looking to be, so they're honing in and just were asking some questions about how they could build their brand and really take their thing to the next level. They're kind of just getting started. And they had, they had reached out to uh, a former client of mine mm -hmm. which is a friend of ours okay uh javon renee photography yes so yes. yeah um work with jasmine since the beginning um jasmine was here so, a few weeks ago last week yeah a couple weeks ago mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. so this person said they reached out to her and and through some conversations blah 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 and they were saying well she was drilling me to do x y and z she was telling me to do certain things and i was sitting going really like a proud papa going, ha, 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 she did it. And so she was spouting all the things that I was telling her to do in the beginning. And and it's cool that the person who I was with, was they realized, they said, wait a minute. Did she give me a Damon Rawls lesson? Yes. From back in the, and I was like, yeah, basically. So, so, the playbook. So, yeah. So it's that, that was pretty cool. Like, you I know, love that, it. That it, because... You know, you if you've seen somebody grow from zero mm -hmm. to to success, it's a dope feeling to know that like it's their hard work, right? right? Like like don't you're not I'm not the person doing it. Right. It's her hard work. It's the person's hard work. But to just say I've had a little influence in always in that, good to say that you're like a PC. Yeah, yeah, just a part of it. Just I gave my two cents, and right. that two cents helped and in it, some way. It and has the person helped. took it in. First mm -hmm. and foremost, I think that's the biggest thing that the person you advise them on something and they just didn't say, Oh, well, they yeah, actually listen to what you said, and then, then you can hear it, or somebody else hears it, and like, Okay, yeah, I, that came from you, and they understand the line of it, yeah, absolutely. So, and that's that was that's perfect. That was cool. No, that is that is cool because that means that we know as a consultant, you give good advice, you give sound advice. This things that's applicable. So I really wanted you to be able to share that because there, I want there to be a level of confidence when we bring people in to say, you know, this guy knows what he's talking about. You know, I remember at a time where I reached out to him was like, hey, Damon, you got a job for my goddaughter because she needs to work. And he had a business that he was able to put her in as an employee. You know, mm -hmm. not too many people in our circle can be able to say that we have stepped into that business owner quadrant where you have to make payroll where right. you have to pay employees so salute to you sir you have my utmost respect yeah, well, thank, yeah, you. Thank, yeah, you. Yeah. thank you thank you thank you all right so i know you really wanted to come and share some information with us about the technology the startup space and i'm super excited about that too because i think that is something we really need to be cognizant of going forward so tell us what does the future of tech look like for business what do we need to be focusing on Ooh, what do we need to be for? I, the future of tech, this is what I'll say. Everything that we're doing today has can be automated mm -hmm. in a way that will give us more time as owners and cost less money. Mm -hmm. Like, cost less money. Here's a, here's a perfect example. So, when I started, when I started, I had my cleaning company mm -hmm. over 10 years ago. Um, when I started it, so my degree is in finance. So I understand account. I took accounting finance. So, um, I have a background in that and did that in corporate America. Now, QuickBooks is a software that 
most people use. It's the number right. one software out mm-hmm. there, right? Mm-hmm. Like you can download it on your phone. Mm-hmm. You can you can get the basic QuickBooks package for nine dollars and ninety nine cents, self employed, right. and you can swipe left and swipe right for expenses, right? Mm-hmm. Like ten years ago, it cost you two hundred and seventy five dollars to download the disc onto a computer onto a desktop <laughs> onto your desktop from a cd rom from a cd rom <laughs> talking about the decade <laughs> challenge right <laughs> right so like that's 10 years ago right to nine dollars even the most expensive quickbooks unless you're talking about enterprise businesses and stuff mm-hmm. and those are a couple hundred a month but that's that's a totally different level but just for the average business owner you can get a $39 a month product that costs $275 and a maintenance on top of that $275. So, like, technology has really changed a lot of the things we do. Um, and I would just say, like, all the things we do, look at ways that there's tools and apps and extensions that are there that can... Um, that can make life a lot easier. And no matter what business we're in. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. No matter what business we're in. If it's, if it's, uh, just give, give me a business. Name one. Um, financial, financial services. services. <laughs> there you go. Shoot. Let's so, start with mine. <laughs> okay. Financial services. Yours is about reaching out to the people, building a database of clients, mm-hmm. people who trust you, who know what you're doing, who, who trust that you know what you're doing. Right. With their money. Okay. And how do you demonstrate that? You demonstrate that by being able to communicate to them. Right. Well, how do you communicate to thousands of people? With a newsletter. Absolutely. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Like, it sounds simple. Mm-hmm. But that database that database of people spits off money. Yeah. And it's just names. Oh, no. You're it's absolutely just, right. You're absolutely right. And the larger you can grow that database. Yes. Yes. The, the larger you can reach out to more people. So how creatively you can, where you couldn't do that before. Mm-hmm. Like back in the day, you had to send out mailers. Right. You know, go get a stamp, envelope, mail those people and say, here's what's new on the horizon. Now you can send out a quick blast and say, here's some stock to look for. Right. Here's some a hot change that happened. Absolutely. Uh, Fitbit got per- got got an offer from Google for purchase. Mm-hmm. Fitbit went from, and this is what uh, barely three weeks ago, Fitbit went from three dollars and sixty eight cent to over seven dollars today. Mm. Love it. I would have doubled it. whoever's money, like in the matter of three times. weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so if something could have been sent out, even a text blast, right, to all clients saying, "Hey, if you got some extra funds, put it here." You know, so so technology has done. If you got a marketing company, uh, we did some marketing for law firms and and digital marketing for some nonprofits and stuff. Um, but there's so many tools to automate social media. Um, Planoly, which allows you to visually set up and time your uh, your posts, right? Um, and it even times your post. It'll shoot out your post. And, and it will analyze your your networks and say, okay, well, in Instagram, your followers in Instagram are on at 10 a.m. Right. So we'll shoot this off at 10 a.m. Gotcha. Uh, just like Hootsuite. Hootsuite does the same thing and right. other tools. Um, so it's just so much that that automation and technology has done to benefit to benefit uh, business owners. So. Now you threw out a couple of names, and yeah. and and I don't want to you know put you in a corner or anything, but like Planoli and Hootsuite, are there any other tools that just come off the top of your head? I do have an e newsletter, but yeah. I don't know if it's the same service that you use, or you know, I use Candly and Calendly. I don't know how to say it. Can, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, I know what you uh, can, <coughs> can 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 Calendly. Calendly. Yes, yes. Calendly. Yes. But I just recently switched to Calendly yes. to be able to use my calendar, and I was using a OneTub before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what are just a I couple like of Cam- other? I like that. Tool. I do too. I like that tool. And I want to be able to put a list together, so you know, as people mm-hmm. come back and it's like, what were some of those names? We can go back through them. Yeah. Um. But any other services and things that you like? Um. Calendly is what I use. Mm-hmm. Um, um. Planoly I use. Um. Hootsuite I use. Cool. Um, I'm not a Twitter guy, so I don't like. Um, I don't know any for Twitter, but 
for the services. I like those are my top. Cool. Those are my top. Like off the top of my head, those are my top. Absolutely. I would have to um there is another tool and I cannot think of it. I have it saved uh on my laptop that I just found, which is really dope. Because what it does is it takes your uh it takes your um your hashtags mm-hmm. and it drills your hashtags by by association. So if you say if you were to put in uh financial management, hashtag financial management, okay, it would give you the top ten hashtags associated with financial management. Okay. Mm. Okay. So yeah, um, get that and get back to me. Instagram. Yeah, that's I will. Really yeah, Instagram and yeah. Twitter. That's going to be big because it's that's really a lot of what it's based but, on. Yeah, exactly. And that's what that tool was based around. Um, mm-hmm. And it allows you to dig, and so you can say, okay, so financial management, and then it may tell you that uh, you know home ownership might be a link, right? That you know, you may not think, oh my good. So, here you can use that hashtag as well, mm-hmm. and it, it allows you to drill into them. And so, you can use what I tried to do is like pick the top uh, 13, 14 that, that have good conversations, mm-hmm. good links, and then that's what I'll, I'll use as mine. I, I would definitely get that name, too. Yeah, I'll definitely get it. And that that's important hashtag yeah. analytics, being able to yeah. drive down, and you know, you just. It's to the day that we we've got so much technology in front of us. We got social media. We got mm-hmm. Facebook. We, well, any kid can jump on there and just use it. But yeah. if for business, we have to use it very strategically. Yeah. And having these tools and resources make all the difference between are you actually being seen? Mm-hmm. You know, people say, "Oh, my Instagram gets as many views." Well, you know, I scroll down and I'm considered a view. But how many people are engaging? How many people are saving it? How many people are commenting? How much right. yep. you know activity that you have? Because those things really matter. We can't get caught up. And yep. even we talked about it before. Instagram is talking about taking away likes. Yep. You know, so as that technology changes, and Damon, you make a really valid point about that. Those newsletters, capturing your audience's information, getting their email, driving to your website, getting them to subscribe to your database, your book, or whatever mm-hmm. the case may be, is going to be important because we don't use MySpace anymore. So if they take away MySpace or they take away Vine, like, you know, t- excuse me, it's- if they take away any of those social media, <laughs> Facebook, Twitter, what have you, do you have a way to get back in front of the same people who are already familiar with you? Right. You don't want to start over from ground zero. That's what, And what if, here's the thing about when you live and die by the medias, and I'm going to call them the medias, whether it's YouTube, whatever. When you live and die by the medias, um, if they change anything, it automatically hits your income level. It does. So if, like, with this Instagram saying no likes... Oh, it's changing the game. People are scrambling right now. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. People went gone from making hundreds of thousands a month to <laughs> nothing. Paying hundreds of thousands just so they can be These, able like, to get yeah. visibility because mm-hmm. that's one of the things that Facebook and Instagram have noticed. The people are making money and they're not getting their cut and they don't like that. So that's... I like with the YouTubers. Yeah. A lot of the um, people and their content, they basically shut them down because... A lot of them use curse words and things of that nature. Oh, so yeah. I did see that. You have to to keep your money where you want it to be. You have to cut all that out of it. You have to edit yourself and hold your tongue and different things of that nature where before you were free to do what you want to yep. and still get your money. Right. So. Yeah. Yep. But, but they can't control your database. Right. And if you've got, if you've got. The, there's an article. There's an article called "A Thousand Raven Fans." Okay. I tell everybody to read that article. Everybody read that article. A Thousand Raven Fans. If you can build a thousand people, and, and think about the world we live in today, a thousand followers who are committed to you. Mm-hmm. If you had a thousand people that were committed to you that bought, and my math is not that good, but if they bought some. Let's say a ten dollar ebook. Right. That's how much for a month. That's hundred thousand. That's hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. Let's just say f- five hundred of them bought. That same ebook. That same ebook. Yes. That's that's what half a million. <laughs> See, so you can get to a six figure income mm-hmm. easily nowadays by just building. A thousand raving fans. Absolutely. That article is is crazy good because it. 
I forgot the doctor's name, but he, he showed he showed it from a musician's point of view. He said if a musician could just have a hundred people buying, you know, a CD, mm-hmm. you know, which we're not saying he said CD, but we're talking digital download, whatever, right. mm-hmm. for twenty bucks. You got a six-figure income easily, right? Easily, absolutely, easily. That's one so, thing I saw. Um, speaking about um, ah, the Patreon that uh-huh. we we're talking about, and Kevin on stage, uh, he was talking about how a person can have two million followers all day, but if those two million followers aren't really paying attention to the content, what's the purpose? Right. You're going to be more. Focus and in tune if you have 11,000 people that you mess with mm-hmm. and those 11,000 people are investing in you. Absolutely. And yep. that, that when you really sit back and think about it, that's what you want. You want that core of people that you know that you put out the content, they're there for the content, but also they're going to support you, merchandise, whatever else you're putting out there. Mm-hmm. To, to And I think a big thing about that is, is in this society that we live in where everybody's got... Um, borderline mental health issues we almost have this dynamic where the attention and the likes are a level of compensation and i've never paid a bill with a single like or Mm -hmm. any attention Mm -hmm. so we have to be able to go back and monetize that and make sure that we're directing those and finding out who our true core is which now goes back to and this we kind of touched on this when we talked last week as far as capturing those people and putting them to a database, what are your technology tool resources, thoughts, ideas that we need to, you know, once we, all right, so now I've got somebody's email or I got a newsletter, what's my next step need to be? Um, you need to start having conversations with them. Okay. And conversations, however that looks in your industry. Okay. You have to give value. You ha- yeah, Exactly. I, I Literally, you took it out of my mouth. You got to give value. And how, what is value? Value is is giving people, as a, as a financial advisor, giving that stock tip about the Google. Mm-hmm. About Google saying, hey, we want to purchase, we want to purchase Fitbit. And look at what Fitbit's done over the last couple of days. Yeah. It's shot up. Mm-hmm. So, and it's not, it's only, it was only $3.80, like 80 and some change. Because um, I'm kicking myself because I actually watched it and didn't even purchase it. So that's why I keep harping on it because I'm mad as hell oh, that I didn't do it. Thank you. Um, so, that's okay. I got you back. So yeah, I got you back. Yeah, but I didn't watch. I, I saw and didn't even. But anyway, anyway, my point is, if you threw that freebie out to your people and they made an extra, if they doubled whatever they put on it, if they took a twenty and put on it and doubled it, yes. then I know this chick knows what she's talking about. Absolutely. Right. I know this lady who I'm following. Knows exactly what she's talking about, and I need to I need to keep my eye on her when she says something. And you know what? You just put a great idea into my head because what I'm going to do <laughs> is promote my stock up class where I told you Monday yeah. I was late for our appointment because I was teaching a class on somebody how to buy stock. Yeah. If I can show people how to buy the stock and have it inside of the portfolio and buy it at seven dollars a share, can't yeah. get it three dollars a share. But I was showing you last night how Roku the yeah. low, the year low was twenty six dollars. Mm-hmm. Closed Friday was one hundred and fifty six. <sighs> Roku been around forever. I was showing my brother he bought me a Roku for Christmas like seven eight years ago, and he was like, "Shit, when I was buying your Roku, I should have bought an actual <laughs> Roku stock." <laughs> so you know, but yeah. that's the dynamic of it. Mm-hmm. People are starting to see that, you yeah. know. But mm-hmm. even Disney, you know, yeah. now that they've got the streaming services, like they just. You know, busted the game wide yeah. open. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, no, thank you for that. Thank you for that. Any database or tools for, that you would recommend or suggest to um, use the capture? I mean, I, when I first started working I mean, in financial services, we were putting our names in an Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> Ain't playing. <laughs> and then of to- over time, we graduated yeah. to a red tail. And these yeah. are, you know, client relationship management, CRM systems yeah. that we mm-hmm. use. But I mean, I know that you work with one in particular. Yeah. You know, what are your thoughts? How how what's the best way to find a good CRM? Um, I'd say find the one that services your needs because there are good ones out there. There are good ones out there. I mean, I've been playing with them for a while. Like, I've gone through a bunch of different ones. Some did what I needed them to do. Some were more advanced than I needed. Mm-hmm. Um, like. I, our our company supports Salesforce, so 
I mean, that's a bit advanced for most, even big organizations. Expensive they don't too. even. It, it's super expensive, and big organizations don't even know how to use it. Mm-hmm. Big law firms, big financial organizations, they don't know how to use it. So a lot of people, um, it's a great tool, and I'm not gonna say that it's not great because it is great. It's the top of the food chain of CRM softwares. It's the top of the food chain. But there's, I mean, there's there's Mailchimp, there's Annie, there's okay. uh, God, there's uh, there's so many. Um, constant contact. Those guys are good. Uh, is, is it WebEx? Uh, Web Client may be the name of it. Um, but just say, if, if you Google uh, sim- CRM tools similar to MailChimp or right. similar to Salesforce um, and then see what, what they offer mm-hmm. and see if it fits your needs. Because if it fits your needs, then go for it. Because some of them are, like I said, it could be, it'd be You'll be paying more for stuff you're not going to use. Absolutely. But, is it, but if, as long as it can download uh, the database and send out messages. Um, I like the ones that can send out video because I think video is quick and, it is. you know, and people's attention. attention people yeah. Don't want to, like you always say, they don't want to read. They don't want to, yeah, exactly. So um, that's that's quick and cool. Uh, that's that's all I kind of look for. Yeah. Something that can communicate quickly. You don't have to build these elaborate templates. Right. Right. Because uh, that was the thing about Mailchimp, like back in the day, and I say back in the day, which is crazy, because back in the day was like five years ago. <laughs> back in the old days. You know, uh, in the floppy disk, wrong. <laughs> you know. But in the world of technology, five years ago is a long Lifetime, time ago. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. Um, but there's so many tools out there. There's so there's a lot of good tools out there. Um, but I just say just build a database. Even if you've got followers, if you've got if you're on the if you're on the gram, if you're on Facebook and you're pulling in, if you're on Snapchat and you're pulling in followers and you got all these people that put their eyeballs on you, find a way to get their name. Right. Find a way to get their name. Because the thing is about media, social media, they all will die someday. Mm-hmm. When will it die? I don't Nobody, know. Right. I don't know. But MySpace was killing it at one point. Yeah. Vines was dope at one point. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 21. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, Black Planet was dope at one point. Stop, bro. I cannot with you. <laughs> Woo, shout out to all my ex-boyfriends from Black Planet. <laughs> You know, people were doing GL cities and GL tags and stuff. That's right. still big at one point. But you, you know, so that all those things go away. Yeah, they they go away. So Facebook may go away, but social media is such a fat, such a part of our fabric that won't go away. Like right. like some tool will always be there. Right, something's gonna always be there. But they're gonna come and go, and you want to be. Able to communicate to people. And what's the basic way to communicate to people nowadays? Through their phones. Through their phones, through their email addresses. Mm-hmm. Boom. So yeah. So as far as business in the future, where do you see it going? As far as with jobs and things of that nature. Um, right now, we have the face-to-face interaction with people. Or it's more that you're working with the person. And I know you talk about the automation of mm-hmm. the business industry. Do you feel like, because uh, I know people are so scared out there, that it's just going to be computers or robots <laughs> going to be doing our job in the future. Yeah. Where do you see that going in the future? Um, I think, so So I, let, let me take it from a, like a societal spot for a second. Mm-hmm. So I think if kids, kids got to, they have to get an education today. Like there is no dropping out of school and going to get a job. Like that's gonna take care of them. Like the only thing that they can do is minimum wage fast food. But instead of that, there is technology to go into mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. now, and you don't have to go to college to get into technology. Right. You can get certifications to get into technology. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can go on uh, Udemy or and or you can go on Coursera. Right. And take a certification class in Google tech support or cybersecurity or, you know, all these other programmatic things. And let me just say this, too. Let me start by saying this. Everybody cannot code. 
Right. Don't think you can code. Everyone cannot code. I know that there are people are telling people, well, you can just get into coding classes. No, you can't. No, you can't. I tried it. Mm. I tried it. I coded in college. That was in the 1990s. <laughs> in the 90s. And it was hard because you're writing lines of code and you're looking for a mistake that might be a semicolon. Right. right? Like if your brain doesn't work that way, right. you're going to kill yourself. Right. So everybody can't code. But the way technology is today is they need marketing folks. True. <laughs> they need accounting people still. Right. Like they need HR folks. So there's all these support sales the average sales role in an IT company, you know, will land you fifty thousand dollars. It's a good start. That's good money just yeah. to go sell something. Yeah, especially wherever <laughs> you live at. Yeah, exactly. You can stretch out all types of different ways. You know, so so um, so I'm saying, get into tech, even if you don't want to go to college. Like, um, if you if you got a like for technology, find the aspect mm-hmm. of it. That that works for you. Um, so would you say the certifications then would be the route to go instead of some of these people? Because I know my brother, he went to ITT mm-hmm. and he got his degree and everything. But now there's no ITT. Yeah. There's no Fountainhead. Yeah. All these places that were teaching this stuff. They're not, is it better for them to go that route and go through the certification or should they look into a four year school and take that route? No, I'd say I'd say go go get the certifications. Mm-hmm. You can go get the certifications because what's the now? So it's it's a little bit of a double edged sword, right? Like mm-hmm. to say that I have, I'm certified to do X, but I've never worked in X mm-hmm. is like getting a degree. You know, right. when you get out of college and you got a degree, no you're like experience. you're like, hey, why won't you give me a job? Well, you've never worked in this. Gotcha. You know, so it's the same thing, right? But it's it's an alternative to going to four year school. Right. Gotcha. So if you're if you're a guy who knows, all right, well, I took I went to, like he went to ITT Tech, mm-hmm. probably learned how to put computers together, right? Like yeah. learn that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then if he said, all right, well, that a good correlation for that is networking. Yeah. Name me one industry today that does not is not computer related. You all can't. Of all of them are. Yeah. Construction, mm-hmm. welding. I mean, yes. whatever. They all have technology piece. Your your bank. Yes. When is the last time you've been to the bank? Your, I check my app. I check your it bank is an app. Your yes. bank is an app. Mm-hmm. Practically. Mm-hmm. So guess what? All of that stuff has to be wired. Mm-hmm. It has to be. Uh, it has to be networked. Mm-hmm. Somebody has to maintain that network. Somebody has to build that network. And somebody has to secure that network. Those three pieces of the network are three different things. Right. Mm-hmm. And somebody's got to so, sell it. Somebody's so, got to promote it. Got, yeah. So you can get certified in creating network, like network administration, mm-hmm. which is building a network. You can get certified in securing network, which is the cybersecurity stuff. Mm-hmm. And, um, and in maintenance. Maintenance and kind of designer, same thing. So, um, But if, if that's the route... Then, then go that route, you know. For me, um, I had to, I, I personally had to get certified in some things when I decided to get back into tech, and that's what gave me a foothold back in. Mm-hmm. So, with my background, with my natural background, and then with the certifications that I got, I was able to get some contracts. That's because people say, "Oh, well, we'll show you how to do this piece, this small little piece that you don't know." Right. And so it worked. It worked. Um, but I'd say technology is, I mean, just look around. Look around. If you're not, if you're not in the game, you'll we're we missing out. We're missing out. And 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 let me just culturally, black people in specifically, you know, we over-index on media. Like, we mm-hmm. over-index on social media. Mm-hmm. We know every bit of what's going on and we oh we live in it, but are we using are we looking at the back end of how it's built? Right. What's, you know, even if you are a coder, like the coding of it, et cetera, mm-hmm. um, and taking advantage of those pieces. Black people, minority, I'm saying black, uh, but the, the, the numbers are minorities make up 3% of the tech field. 
about 1% of those are black. Wow. 1%. Like we, we're barely a drop of milk. Exactly. Drop of chocolate in the milk. Exactly. So there are a lot of opportunities there. Yeah. Because. And we uh, can do it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. We absolutely can do it. Absolutely. Plenty absolutely. of people that sit at home, they're their own IT person, and they, they sit at home, they trinket with stuff until they get it right. Right. That's yep. how it all starts. You've got, I've, I've known people that can take a DVD player apart. The first one. See, everything's on there and put it back together, you know. So, yep. yeah, but I, they just won't go get the coursework behind it because that paper is what's really going to seal it for you. So I was having a conversation with a with a guy who's at a cybersecurity firm here, mm-hmm. uh, one of the biggest one here. And I was talking about the people that work for him. And I was like, so the people that work here, like, how did they come up? Are they just academic? Did they? He said, nah, man, these guys would sit at home and try to and try to break into systems. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. He said that's they he said that's their they're that's hackers. how they're taught. They're hackers. He said they're self taught on how to break a system. Mm-hmm. And then they figure out how to fix it from the breaking it. Mm-hmm. And then they come to work for us to teach companies how to not be broken. Like yeah. these are guys sitting at home. Tinkering. Just like yeah. you just said, tinkering with the D V D player, yeah. figuring out how it works. Same dude. Mm-hmm. It's the same guy. Just the black nerd though. Right. He's sitting at home doing the same thing. He just needs to go get the paper. Right. And even still, you've got some entities like IBM, Google, Apple. They're mm-hmm. like, yeah. we don't even want you to come to us. Don't don't even go yeah. get because I don't want you to um, have any bad information. We will show you. We will teach you how to do things our way. Yeah, and that's what, true. And what I um, I caution people about, even when they say going to school, depending on how long the program is, mm-hmm. if they're going to school for something in the IT field and they say, I want to go into computer science. Are you going to be learning stuff that's four and five years old when you go sit into a university classroom for that? Because it's not going to be applicable to the way that technology changes at such a quick pace in today's day and age. I mean, every day you look up, it's something new, something. It's another update just on the social media sites. It's like, why is my font this color? Or why is Mm -hmm. the the headline at Facebook moving or Google? What's the video? Mm -hmm. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, you're good. You know, it's fun. So, so I remember, I remember dating this girl. I met this girl. My, she was a freshman in college, back at uh, Alabama State. This is some years ago. Year, years ago. I've been married for a long time. So this is some years ago. Um, way long before I got married. Let me put that out. There. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, me and this girl were dating, and she was a freshman in college. She so she was like about 19, mm-hmm. and. And she, she had a part-time job. And I said, well, what's your part-time job? She said, oh, I teach um, I teach IT at one of the private schools. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what do you mean you teach IT? She was like, I teach Microsoft Excel. I teach, uh, and she named all these different things that she teaches. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. How, do you, how did you do that? She said, oh, I just went and got my certificate in all of them. And she was 18, though, taking computer science. But she had her certificate in these things. Prior to going to, you know, because back in the day, back in the day, there were like six week programs to get to become Microsoft Mm -hmm. Excel certified or Microsoft Office certified. Mm -hmm. Like that wasn't they weren't long programs. Right. So this girl had the foresight to get involved in that stuff. And her part time was an IT teacher for private school, for this private school, Montgomery Academy. I remember like yesterday. And I was like, man, that's pretty neat that. So. You can do that still, right. like still said, today. And that's awesome. And like you said, with programs like Udemy and Coursera, you know, there's so many opportunities out there. It's yeah. really just a matter of, are you willing to take advantage of them? Are you willing to take advantage? Absolutely. So definitely wanted to ask another question. So um, I know that as technology is moving forward, we've got so many different things. We've got our... We've got our email list, of course. Boom, we've got that. We've got to keep a social media presence. Boom, got that. You know, just always looking at different things that we need to incorporate. And I'll just straight up ask you as, you know, my consultant, as my friend, you know, I'm looking at creating an app. So do you feel like that is going to be a good move? Or am I behind the eight ball when it comes to actually creating an app for my business? Uh, you're not behind the eight ball, but it's definitely something that needs to be done. 
Okay. I think you can control your own destiny if you do it. Okay. Yeah. Um, you definitely can control your own destiny. Um, you can, you know, there's a lot of fun ways that you can freak that in, and, and, you know, you may add a paywall to download. There you go. You know, or you may give the freebie, you know, a free download, but not, and there's premium content, you know, that only, you know, people behind the paywall can get that the others don't get, you know. You don't get this. Only the people behind the paywall get the tip that Google was going to buy Fitbit. Yeah. There yeah. you go. There so, you go. The other people don't. Definitely. You know, Definitely. So, um, but yeah, I say go. If you can do it, do it. Yeah. Do it because it only helps. It only helps. It widens your reach. If you're in the app store and you get a lot, if you get a lot of downloads and you just increase your visibility in the app store, and so it can't hurt. Definitely. And all those downloads, our email addresses back to the database. So it's still part of building the database. Yeah. So it's part of building the database. Yeah. Okay. Any other suggestions of things that could be added to my business or even anybody's business or even what you're looking at working out for yourself? Like what other suggestions would you throw on the table? It was like, we ain't paying attention to. What do we need to know? Come on, man. You're the inside man. Talk to me. Talk dirty to me. You the only man I know, man. I can't talk to you. I don't know who I'm going to talk to. Talk dirty to me. Uh, <laughs> hey, well, you know, we're talking about money, 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 money. Shoot, that's my favorite subject. That's like sex. I, w- I would say stay listen to listen to market leaders. Okay. I would say listen to market because a lot of people just are not listening to market leaders. Okay. And what I mean by market leaders, like the dopest people in your industry who are having podcasts like this. Because it's podcasts like this that people give away secrets. Yeah, absolutely. And so my phone is filled with podcasts. Like I, I only listen to music when I'm in the gym. That's mm-hmm. the only time I listen to music. Because other than that, or like, you know, I'm just feeling like I want to vibe out. But other than that, I'm listening to podcasts because I'm trying to catch the stuff that people are saying that they're just not giving up. But when they're sitting around friends having a friendly podcast and they're dropping some real jewels. Right. So right. I would say listen to market leaders. Whatever your industry is, get with a team around, like build a network in that industry mm-hmm. and start having some conversations like create a Slack channel. Create a Slack channel about, you know, that teams up. Yeah, and I would say you create a Slack channel. Yeah, for you, your business. You too. Um, yeah, because okay. um, I think you guys can create a following because you can create a following and take people on the experience with you. Mm-hmm. As you have the experience of food in a particular place, mm-hmm. you can take people on that experience with you. And that's what I'm shooting towards going to the vlogs part of it. I've got the blog now, but the vlog is coming yep. up to where yep. I'm basically on a video going to the restaurant and hopefully get to because I've... Um, there's a few people that I watch, but one of the main people I watch, his name is J.L. Jupiter. Mm-hmm. And what he does, he I guess he goes in, I don't know if he goes in earlier to speak with the restaurant owners, but they let him in the back, let him take making yeah. the food and all this different stuff. So I'm all that way. You said it was Slack TV or Slack app? No, Slack. Slack, okay. Yeah, Slack is a communication tool. Okay. Um, and it allows you to build channels. And so you can create your, a channel from, you know. Gotcha, your okay. Your group, um, but I mean, we use it at work and a lot of companies and people build these. My e-mentor, she put me in a Slack, a Slack group, group once yeah. upon a time, mm-hmm. and you know, I jumped yeah. in there a little bit, but I didn't pay much attention to yeah. it. I'm like you said, these podcasts are how we are able to bring up information and start connecting yeah. the dots and seeing how it can move forward to the next level. Yeah, even uh, so, I just had a, I just had a thought for you, um, and and this might be cool for you. You this. This might be dope if you partner with uh, chefs, right? Mm-hmm. You partner with chefs and and create um, experiences with these chefs. Mm-hmm. So you go rent an Airbnb and you have a 10-person dinner put on by this one specific chef. Okay. okay. All right. 
I said you what you said. Yeah, 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 yeah. Man, we get good game. And we yeah. get good game today. Y'all love so that. You tra- yeah, that's, that's it. it. Okay. Yeah. But you. Mm-hmm. No, I was you, gonna tell you. You put it out. You, you type and put it. Oh, out. Yeah. oh my. That way, bad. that way you put it out there. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, talking about it. Yeah. So, but but with the with the with the Airbnb dinner, you create the experience. Right, right, right. For your follower. And maybe that's something you do every other month. Like it's not something. You what's, know what I mean? What's funny about what you said is, I'm actually me and my brother were talking. I was like, once we get everything going and get our footing, then set it up to where I call, you know, pick people and we come out when I do go out on one of the adventures yeah. and one of the places to go out there. But that sounds even better because if I get that connection with that, that's going to open up other doors and stuff. So. Perfect. Oh yeah, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. And you got some cross promotion going. Yeah, because yeah, the chef's yeah. got his own following. You got your own following, and you say, "Look, we bring the best. We we bring ten. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't know. I'm just, I'm, you know, framing it up. But ten, ten people, very intimate space. Hundred dollars a, a plate, and a hundred dollars a, a enter. I mean, I paid seventy bucks to go to. What made me think about this is I paid seventy bucks to go to a chef event at a at a brewery. Mm-hmm. And the chef made seven dishes. Um, not, not seven. It was five. Five courses. And they had partnered with the brewery. And it, so it was a beer. It was a beer with each. I would each, like uh, that last year. Oh, yeah. I can pair it with the wine. Yay! Yeah, yeah. See? Look. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> awesome. yeah, I would have something exactly like that. And they made you five little different dishes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was like a soup. There was a... Main course, it is some other different things that you never like randomly pick off of a menu, sure, and have the different little uh sips of brew basically, yeah, for you to taste them to go along with the food, yeah, that's yeah. that's some cool stuff, though. yeah. But that's that but if you did in the Airbnb, yeah, so I get some good ideas sometimes, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, but that's free, so but I would say, like, think creatively about but that's what I'm saying about. Like listening to podcasts, being in different spaces, you get to. We have to experience different in order to pull that in, right? Like, mm-hmm. oh, that's something I could utilize, right? Because I've, I've experienced that, and I know it will be dope to do. Um, was it's interesting? I, I have a, I have a client that's out of town, and they were coming back to. They actually lived out of the US and they were moving back. They are like in they were in Cuba and they were moving back and they were a nurse there but they were moving well not nurse, I'm sorry. Uh they do uh mental well couples therapy. Okay. Couple they're a couples therapist. So they were moving back and and all the things like they would come back and forth but then they were moving home finally and so we literally used a piece of that strategy to solidify a base of followers for them mm-hmm. in their hometown. Like we had, because there were people that were following her. And so we just created, we came up with a way to create like some cool events, mm-hmm. but private events where she could go deep with people and not around a lot of people right? to kind of lock in the relationship. Exactly. The relationship. That's what matters. Those are you're going to be, like you said, you're a thousand Raven fans. Yeah. Exactly. So when she touched down fully, then she, and she got the practice up, then these people automatically came because they experienced her and they had had counseling sessions with her, mm-hmm. even though they were private mm-hmm. and group and they were group, but they were able to be they were intimate, so to speak. So absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. No, thank you for sharing that. That was absolutely Jules. awesome. Yeah, 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 man. Appreciate that. So, you know, the next thing is we want to kind of just jump into our spice of life so we can just kind of talk about stuff that's going on in the rest of the world and just kind of get your pick your brain and see what you think about what's going on. So, CT, my Care Bear, what you got going on? Tell me a little bit about the spice of life. Today, what we are going to talk about is this truck that Elon Musk has come out with. And this truck is got everybody talking. Because uh, it's supposed to be bulletproof. Uh, I believe it was tested and the glass broke on it. But there's still people that are lining up to buy this. 146,000 people have put in a reservation for this truck. And just want to talk about the impact of having 
this type of truck out there, but also the buzz that it's making for uh, Musk, who's a billionaire, but he's making advances as far as technology goes. And since we've been talking about technology, let's talk about it a little more as far as with this truck and the things that he's doing here. That truck. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That truck is, whoo! Yeah. I, I need to understand the appeal of the truck. I, I, I still don't. You and everybody I else just, outside looking in. It's bulletproof, <laughs> man. I, is that necessary? <laughs> is that necessary? I mean, if you live in South Central LA, it might be like, you, hey. And, it's, and the price point, I think the highest price point is 69 69 dollars so do you need a do you need a forty thousand dollar like bulletproof truck? I mean it's only forty thousand dollars. Why not? I work in financial services industry. Wait a minute, women getting kidnapped left and right every day. I might need me a forty thousand dollar truck just because hey. Touché. Hey, it's it's, uh, it's the safest truck on the market. <laughs> Who knows? Like, sir. It's it it definitely is, but you know, what if you are in a war zone? Yeah, yeah, that's true. What if it could be a military thing that where the military picks up on it too? You never know. Sure, sure. Is this something that you think is going to change the car industry, as far as with technology? Because we've been working our way from gas-powered cars to hybrids, to where they run off the batteries at time. But do you think that's where we're all going as far as just fully all together, no more emissions, just the battery? No. Nope. I don't think so. I think I think the gas industry, the gas lobbyists of the gas industry will not allow that to happen. Gotcha. Um, I think they is I don't think that they're gonna let go mm-hmm. of the reins. Because there's a there is a documentary about like called Who Killed the Electric Car mm. that came out back in the day. Mm-hmm. So the electric cars have been out for a long time, since like the 70s. Mm. They've been out, but they've never been able to gain a foothold. Right. Um, because the gas industry won't allow it. And I remember watching 60 Minutes one time, and and it was, it was Chevy. It was the rep at Chevy mm-hmm. who's over Mexico. Mm-hmm. And they asked, "What would it take to take make these cars? Uh, what would it take to make these cars electric or more fuel efficient?" And he said, "Oh, just the flip of a switch." And that let me know that he would not that like there is no intention on making these things more fuel efficient, right? Mm-hmm. Like on a larger scale. Um, so I don't think I don't think I don't think they want it. I don't think they want it. Yeah. I, I just truly think that they don't want it. I don't think Ford, uh, GM wanted to happen. No. And they stay so, you know, they're so big that they're like, okay, take what you want, whatever little pieces you want, mm-hmm. but you can't have this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Or else they would have done it. I mean, they have the technology to do it. All right. So. And I don't know, you know, is it proprietary at this point? Do we feel like Tesla and anybody still has any proprietary? Because, of course... You've had other uh, car dealerships who's coming out with electric cars. But from the standpoint of the things that makes Tesla a lot more unique, special, the torque, things of that nature that just makes them a little more substantial, upper echelon, is that what's causing them to... Do they not have the proprietary technology to allow them to compete on the same level? It may take time in order for them to... Hack it, reverse engineer it, whatever the case may be. Uh, that's true. I think they have a unique fuel cell. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a do have a unique fuel cell because they use it on buildings. Okay. And they actually sell those fuel cells to municipalities and stuff. Okay. So, and and companies, but I don't know. I don't know. That's a good. That's a good point. I've never looked in it that hard to to wonder, but yeah. I don't think that. I don't think we're going to move to autonomous cars. And I don't want autonomous cars on the road. 
Mm-mm. I don't want people not paying attention on the road. Mm-hmm. They're already not paying attention. Right. Like, they're not paying attention. That's true. Like, I don't they want texting some, and driving. Yeah, I don't want some dude sitting there sleeping because he knows the car is going to take him where he's supposed to go. Mm. I don't want that. I, that's not a world I want to live in yet. I hear you. <laughs> I, just, I hear you. Maybe a little old school. Yeah, yeah. Maybe a little old school. They prepared us for it, but we just still ain't ready. Yeah, ain't put ready. your hands on the wheels, man. You know? <laughs> or get you a personalized driver. driver. Man, yes. that's what I want. I want me a personalized driver. I don't care. Just, mm-mm. I just more time instead of driving. I could be using texting. I could be sending out messages. I could be on my computer. I could be working and doing business from location to location. It's, I thought I told you it don't stop. I thought I told you that it don't stop. I, I wanted. I looked at that one day and I said, man, because I was watching a, I was watching something and the guy had a drive. He had a, he had a limo mm-hmm. and he had a, and he had a driver and he was sitting in the back just doing deals. Mm-hmm. He was just working the whole time. And he said, he said, it costs me more to drive than mm-hmm. it does to not drive. He said, I'd rather pay a driver and I can sit back here and work. And then I looked at it and I thought to myself, wait a minute. If you just had a, and I literally did the numbers. Mm-hmm. If you had a Lincoln Town Car, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you had a town car and you paid a guy $30,000 to drive you around. Right. But you might do one thirty thousand dollar deal just in the back seat of that car. You're doing that four or five times a month, not even a you know right. a year, a month. It's a game changer. Cardone, uh, Grant Cardone talked about that. All of his accountants and everybody else told him to a jet is not a sound investment. He was like, you don't understand. I can get to where I need to go and work some more deals and put them on top of that. That jet paid for itself in less than a year, just because. It allowed him to have the flexibility to work. Yeah. So, I I do believe in, hey, I mean, if you go back to the, back in the day, (laughs) back in the day, (laughs) um, guys did have drivers. Mm -hmm. You think about all the old rich guys, they had drivers. Yes. Or even the, even the Bill Haslam's and stuff. Yeah. And they had drivers back in the day. Speaking into existence. Look, I had a boyfriend last year and he didn't let me drive, so I was sitting in my passenger side the whole time just clicking away. Once you get addicted to that life a little bit, you're Mm -hmm. like, no, this this definitely has value. It has purpose. It definitely has value. So when you're sitting in traffic Mm -hmm. and (laughs) frustrated. And then of course the car maintenance. Now you get somebody else to go. To do the oil changes, to do the maintenance, to do yeah. I mean that's part of their job description. I mean And the car is no longer a personal thing. It it's is a now. tax write off. There you go. My dude. See, that's why See. I messes with you. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so CT, you know, I think we had a really good session here today. Yes, I think yes, we shared yes. a whole lot of good information. Great Got some information. gems out here. Super dope conversation. D, like you, like I said, it's always a pleasure. And an honor to just sit down with you, break bread, have a sip, and just pick your brain. Because I always get something new and bright and phenomenal out of it. So I thank you for coming in and sitting with us today. I hope that you will be more than willing to come back and just, you know, just pop your head through the door. Anytime. I appreciate you, bro. I'm just with all my heart, all my heart. CT? Oh, day. So, D, is there any... Um, way that you want people to be able to reach out to you, your contact information, your social, your handle. Yeah, ab- absolutely. If, if you want to reach me on social, you can just look up Damon Rawls, D-A-M-O-N-R-A-W-L-S, um, and connect with me there. Um, if we don't have any friends, then I'm not going to connect with you, uh, just FYI. And so, me first. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just, just, just how I am. Um, so if you want to connect with me and we're not connected, then shoot me a message and tell me you heard me on the ramen movement. And then I will message you. Um, I will, I, I only work with consultant clients who, who are really changing the world. Like I really don't, I'm not going to mess with somebody who is playing games. Like I'm really, my time is very, very valuable. It's very so I have a finite amount of time. There you go. Set your standards. <laughs> so, Set your standards. So know I, your value. Know your yo, work. Exactly. Exactly. Know your work. That's like, right. Um, <laughs> so I only mess with people who who really want to take the game to the next level. 
Um, so, but again, you can find me on social media, Damon Rawls, D A M O N R A W L S, or you can email me, Damon Rawls, at Damon at Damon Rawls dot com. So, awesome, awesome, awesome. C T. Yes. Talk to him. Tell him how you feeling. Oh, good. Uh, close out the show always on a positive vibe. Find your passion, live your passion, succeed in your passion. That's the motto. Just make sure you have yourself a great week. Uh, continue to plug, push, and take in any good information that you get from people. You don't have to listen or uh, vibe off of everything a person says, but there's a lot of people that are probably telling you things that you need to hear and you need to adhere to what they're saying because it's going to do something positive for yourself. Awesome. That's all I got. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Wonderful, wonderful. And of course, I am Davette Jones with Life Vision Solutions. Of course, you can find me on my website, I am wealthynow.com. And my question for you, just to kind of leave you with a final thought, is to really ask you who are you responsible to? Are you responsible to your parents or your grandchildren or your children or who are you responsible to? Let's make sure that you created a plan to ensure that they're going to be taken care of if anything were to happen. And we need to make sure that those people would be able to have what they needed. So reach out to me if we have, if you want to um, just have a quick 20-minute free consultation. Complimentary. It's not free. It's complimentary consultation. Um, I know my words, so I can't say that the conversation is free. But I will say that it's complimentary. There will be no charge for it. But I hope you are able to get good value out of it. So we can talk about some ideas, suggestions, solutions, what your fears, your concerns are, and how we can address them for you. How you can take the information and use it with Joe Blow down the street. But it will be my pleasure to be able to work with you. So that is all that we have here for today with the Ramen Movement. Again, thank you, Damon. Thank you, sir. CT, I'm so glad that you were able to make it through. B, Brent, Brantley, you, we appreciate you, bro, and we know that you're working hard, getting things taken care of. We'll see you next week. Thank you guys for tuning in, and we will see you next week. Peace. Bye.